0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Hey, uh, they're not kidding around. How do you feel about your text messages and emails being monitored next? No, that's not going to happen. They're not going to do that. It's just Facebook, Twitter, ScrewTube, TikTok, Snapchat, and the other ones. They're the only ones monitoring what we conservatives are doing and kicking us off. They're definitely not going to read our text messages and emails. What's next? Listening in on our phone calls? Who knows? Could be right around a corner. You think I'm making this up? That's story numero uno today, Politico. No, no, they literally want to read your text now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. For misinformation. What if it's the same misinformation that told us the Wuhan Lab League thing was a conspiracy theory? No, not that misinformation. Mm. Story has me not too happy today. Hey, I protect my data with a VPN. You should too. Go check it out. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Protect your data from prying eyeballs. Welcome to the damn Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. One quick note. I am very sorry yesterday about the podcast. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or Apple Podcast Tunes, I don't know whatever they call it anymore. It wasn't us. We never take days off unless we tell you in advance. Uh, There was a Monday show yesterday. I hope you didn't miss it. Apple had some kind of meltdown. It's been happening repeatedly lately. Folks, if you ever go to Apple and our show isn't there, you can go to Rumble, you can go to Bongino.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts. There's a thousand different platforms. Even iHeart has one to listen to the show but uh, we, please, don't don't we put a lot of work into it. I'm really disappointed that some of you may have missed yesterday's show because uh, Guy and Jim and Joe really liked I liked it, too. So uh, it was not us. Apple, this is happening a lot lately with Apple Podcasts. I don't know what's going on with their tech. It's a trillion-dollar company. But they had some kind of outage, so I'm very sorry. But the show's there, 1560. It's there now. It went live at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning or something, which is actually today, not yesterday. So... Thanks, producer Joe, as well, for staying on top of it. He caught it right away, but it wasn't Joe, it wasn't us, it was them. So uh, good job on that. But uh, yeah, you can always listen up on Gino.com, Spotify, or elsewhere. So thanks for your support. Sorry about that. All right, again, uh, let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by Patriot Mobile. With major corporations going woke and canceling free speech, we need to partner with companies that deserve our trust. You know, many of these wireless companies, you know what they do? They support left-wing causes. Causes that threaten our freedoms and liberties. Patriot Mobile's not like that. They're different. Patriot Mobile's America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. They donate a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for our causes. Right now, they have two great offers to choose from. Either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off any phone. Both come with free Premier activation. Just go to patriotmobile.com Dan to get the details. Patriot Mobile is the broadest nationwide coverage, uses the same towers as the major providers, so you get great service for less money. How do you get it? Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call their top-rated U.S.-based team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders, you save even more. Switch to Patriot Mobile, a company you can trust to support our values, your values. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Or call 972-PATRIOT. All right, Joe, let's go. Uh, so we are entering a dangerous new phase folks a dangerous new phase of censorship i am not messing with you again these are not conspiracy theories this isn't uh me engaging in rank hyperbole for you know so we could get a few extra downloads and clicks don't need them don't care about that stuff only care about honesty and truth and the honesty of the truth is this we are in real trouble Saw this article creep up on Politico yesterday, otherwise known as Bull Itico, if you get what I mean. But I I used it because this is from a left-leaning outlet. Because you know when I put this up there, the fake book fact checkers, um, who are really communist opinion checkers, they're they're little uh, mini totalitarians. I I described that a little bit yesterday in case you missed the show, what happened with me. You know, if I if I put up any conservative source, which is typically accurate, the fact checkers, um, like the little tyrants they are, will jump all over the clip and say, Dan put a comma instead of a period. Therefore, we're fact checking what he said in the sentence because it's grammatically incorrect. So I try to use left-leaning sources sometimes to make it really hard for the fact checkers to do their thing. We are entering a dangerous new era of censorship. Start preparing now. I'm serious. I'm not... Kidding, this is not a joke. Start preparing now for third world type censorship and thought suppression here. Oh my god, that sounds crazy. Look at you, conspiracy theory guy. Really? Folks, if you are not in the parallel economy now, you better get there quick. I don't care what social media you use: parlor, getter, locals, cloud hub, I don't gab. I don't care. But you better have an alternate social media presence other than Facebook and Twitter. On the economic front, I told you I set up a payment processor, LinePay.com. If you'd like to use it, fine. If not, up to you. I set that up as well so you can get away from Stripe. There are others out there setting up conservative banks. Get out while you can. We are entering third-world-type thought suppression status. Not a joke. Check out this Politico story. Headline, potentially a death sentence. The Biden White House goes off on vaccine fear, fear mongers. Now you're a fear monger. Keep in mind, Kamala Harris, so keep this up, this headline. Kamala Harris, our disgraced vice president now, disgraced vice president now, was the one door in the campaign that said, I'm not taking any vaccine that Trump put out there. Remember that? Was she a fear monger? No, she was a goddess amongst you pathetic, totalitarian, disgusting leftist losers. Yes, I'm a little pissed today. Sorry. Subheadline: the administration has shifted to a head-on strategy to dispel fear-mongering over the door-to-door efforts. Listen, you know for a fact, by the way, if Trump had gotten re-elected, right? If Trump was sitting in office right now, right now, you know for a fact the media would be publishing every single negative story about all of these vaccines to make Trump look like he rushed this thing through. You know it. There's an interesting piece by, I think, Gerard Baker in the Wall Street Journal today that talks about exactly that. If Trump had gotten reelected, every single kid that got some kind of a blood clot, every adult that got Guillain-Barr or whatever it's called from the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, it would be on the nightly news every day with a chyron, Trump rushes vaccine, kills Americans. Now, the fact that the vaccine has some issues, granted, in the larger sample size, we haven't seen it in mass, but has some issues. They want to make all that go away now because it's Biden. So how dare you ask questions? You're not even allowed to ask questions. So the Biden administration wants people to go door to door. That's not a que- That's not open for fact checking. That's a fact. Who those people are is open for fact checking. The Biden administration has said they want people to go door to door. But now that a lot of conservatives and liberty-loving Americans are like, you know what? I don't want some dude knocking on my door telling me what to do with my body. Now the Biden administration is like, no, no, no. We didn't mean like door-to-door. We meant like trusted messengers. I'll get to that in a second. First, from the Politico piece, you may be saying, what does this have to do with censorship? Oh, hang out. I'm going to get there. Uh, Screen cap one from the Politico piece. The Biden administration is casting conservative opponents, just remember, conservative opponents of the COVID vaccine as dangerous and extreme, adopting a more aggressive political posture in an attempt to maneuver through the public health conundrum. Here we go. The Biden White House has decided to hit back harder on misinformation, which usually means facts, and scare tactics after Republican lawmakers and conservative activists pledged to fight the administration's plans to go door-to-door to to increase vaccine, vaccine vaccine rates. Listen to this last sentence. Very, very important. The pushback will include directly calling out social media platforms and conservative news shows that promote such attacks. Folks, news shows, social media I'm telling you, we are walking right into dangerous third world thought suppression. The greatest irony of all right now is while Cubans in a socialist, communist, Marxist country are fighting for the freedom to speak freely in the streets, American liberal filth, filth bags here are fighting to institute a a Cuban style communist repressive regime right in the United States. You speak out about Guillain-Barr for the J&J vaccine. Wow, your conservative show going to be removed from all the platforms? You're going to be taken down from social media? Again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm begging you. I did another fake book live on this yesterday about the fake fact checkers. Please get into the parallel economy now. You know I'm an investor in Rumble. I, I didn't even mention Rumble before. If you want to, that's an alternative to YouTube. There are multiple social media platforms that are alternatives to Twitter and Facebook. You have Mayway. You got this new getter one. You got Gab. You got Parler. You got all of these entities out there. I don't care what you join. That's up to you. I put my money where my mouth is. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm simply telling you, get the hell out of the liberal Cuba economy right now. It's not just your shows, if you are a conservative out there who has a show that wants to speak the truth. It's not just your social media platforms are going to go after. These are dangerous, dangerous tyrants. I can't emphasize this enough. They will do anything for the grift, for the money, and the connections to power as long as the last ones that have their heads cut off. They want to be the last ones in line for the guillotine. You doubt me about this door-to-door campaign, which has really aggravated a lot of conservatives and liberty lovers out there who don't want you on their property. They don't want you there. The Biden administration doesn't like that. They want to be able to walk on your property. We trusted messengers. Again, I know they'll fact check this because they're communist. They're communist bastards. I'm just going to say that. That's what they are. And I'm tired of their their bull. I'm tired of it. Here's Fauci again, who amazingly has asked a question, actually a decent question, by a liberal reporter. I don't even remember this guy's name. I'm sorry. They all blend in. They all say the same dumb stuff. But he's asking a decent question. I cut the question out in the interest of time. But the question is this. He asked Fauci. He says, listen, if your goal is to get more Americans vaccinated, do you really believe like attacking them for not getting vaccinated is the way to do this, to make them feel like they're idiots, to call them dopes? To pull down Facebook posts because they mentioned that there are some side effects to the vaccine. That's a fact. The degree of the side effects and how dangerous it is, relatively speaking, of course, is open to interpretation and ongoing data collection. It's been small yet. But there are side effects. That's a fact. You mentioned that on Fakebook, of course, the totalitarian communist a-holes come after you on Fakebook because they, they're they nothing more than tools of the government and the CDC. They're government totalitarians. That's it. Here's Fauci right here. Fauci doesn't like the question. Fauci's like, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't really treat people bad or whatever. Then he goes on to talk about these trusted messengers, how they need to like go to people's doors. So I don't get it. If people are smart enough, should be left alone, and when they're ready to get the vaccine, they'll get it, then why are you sending, quote, trusted messengers to their door? Check this out. You know, you have a point there, and that's the reason, John, where what's going on right now is getting trusted messages, not government officials like myself, but trusted messengers in the community to outreach to people. And those messengers could be your family doctor. It could be a clergy person. It could be a community leader. It could be a sports figure. It could be the people who are really trusted by the community. So you're absolutely right. I mean, telling people, you know, you've got to get vaccinated, you've got to get vaccinated. I mean, I think it's important to point that out. People do need to know, not in a pejorative way, not in a finger pointing way, but just look at the data. We're looking at the data. I mean, isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? We're smart people who can look at the data. So why are you sending trusted messengers door-to-door to to tell people, that? what do you think, they're too stupid? This, again, is this patrician model. This we're we're smarter than you, you dumb rubes, as I discussed yesterday. You bunch of, you know, Walmart dwelling, smelly people, non-deodorant wearing folks. You're too stupid. So we're gonna send what? A baseball coach to your house to knock on the door. Hey, it's Coach Larry, you guys around? Yeah, let me tell you about the vaccine. Bro, if I want to play shortstop and you know range more towards second base because it's a lefty pull hitter, I'll ask Coach Larry. If I want the vaccine, I don't give a damn what Coach Larry has to say. Very sorry, Coach Larry. I want a left-handed relief pitcher in the eighth inning to get the lefty out who has a trouble with lefty pitchers and the curveball. I'll ask Coach Larry. I don't care about Coach Larry being a trusted messenger to tell me about where to go and get the vaccine. I'm not interested. Why would you go to Coach Larry? You think it's hard to find the vaccine? Now they're saying, listen, nobody's going door to door to tell you about the vaccine. It's going to be where to get it. We know where to get it. It's called... A a phone or a computer. Where to get vaccine? It's not hard. You don't need Coach Larry for that. Trusted messengers? So first it's insult people who don't get the vaccine, then pull down their social media, then attack their conservative shows for speaking the truth, and then send people to their door. This sounds like kind of communist Cuba stuff, doesn't it? You think people are stupid? Nobody can figure out where to get this thing? That's stupid. Goes on. Second piece from Politico. Here's where it gets even worse. You think it's bad enough they're coming after our shows and they're coming after your social media if you dare speak the truth about the vaccine and the door to door trusted messengers? From Politico, Biden allied groups, including the DNC, are also planning to engage. Here we go, folks. Fact checkers again, more aggressively, as if they haven't been aggressive enough. And they're going to work with SMS carriers. Am I reading this right? To dispel misinformation about vaccines sent over text messages and social media. <laughs> oh my, is this real? The goal is to ensure that people who may have difficulty getting a vaccination because of issues like transportation, see those barriers lessened or removed entirely. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what this is about, folks. It's about text message campaigns to make sure people have a ride to go get the vaccine because, you know, nobody knows how to do that. Nobody knows Uber or anything like that. They can't figure Uber, Lyft, they can't get a neighbor. They don't have cars. Again, you're all morons. You don't know where a Kinko's is, despite the fact Kinko's been out of business for 13 years. If you watched yesterday's show, you know what I mean?
1: But what
0: was... Oh, <laughs> there was ever a moment for that drop, that was it. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I want you to... There are two takeaways from that second Politico cut. They're going to deputize... Fact checkers to act more aggressively after that fact checker. After I told you yesterday during my show attacked my page for stating to you a statistical fact Ruben Portella Caballera from healthfeedback.org fact checked a statistical fact I put out on my show backed up by data that the Delta variant fatality rate was 0.08 because Ruben Portella Caballera is, is, is one of these guys who hates the truth and he works with fake book and others to suppress the truth because they want you scared all the time. Now they're going to work with fact checkers to be more aggressive? They're going to work with SMS carriers to watch your text messages? Folks, you read it right there. They're going to dispel Let me quote exactly because I know the fact checker losers watch my show. They sit there glued to the screen, clockwork orange style. That the SMS carriers are going to work to dispel misinformation. That's interesting. Who gets to declare what misinformation is? Is it the same people who said the Hunter Biden story was made up? Is it the same people who told us Russian collusion was real? Is it the same people who told us the Wuhan lab leak was a conspiracy theory? Those fact checkers, they're going to work with them to dispel misinformation about vaccines sent over text message. Huh. That's interesting. That's Kim Jong-un would really love that. I'm sure Fidel's very proud right now. I'm sure he's looking down on him right now like... My man. He's like this, Fidel. Yes, my man. Fidel's saluting with his military cap on. You know his military cap? He's like, right? He's like, my man, the liberal tyrant <laughs> scumbags in the United States. Tired of you losers. I am so tired of you useful idiots. Listen, sorry about the language, too bad. I am so tired of these communist losers and the useful idiots who facilitate them. Waltzing in a new era of like Soviet-style, third-world communism in the United States because they're just too stupid to figure out they're being used as pawns. Mark my words on this. Mark the day marked the show, episode 1561. Your emails are next. Oh, you think they monitoring your text messages, they won't monitor your emails next? Your emails are next. 100%. You never thought you'd get to the day where they monitor your text messages, right? The day's here. Your emails are next. Your phone calls come after that. Don't doubt me, had tipped the great Rush Limbaugh. That was his line. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. Let me get back to this again. After, after the sponsor, I want to get back to this, uh, what's going on in Cuba. Because again, it's slightly ironic, you know that Cubans are marching for freedom in a communist country, while in a supposedly free constitutional republic, liberals are marching more to be like Cuba. They want uh, speech suppression, totalitarianism. They want racism in the country. That's what's going on right here in the supposedly free country, while Cubans march for freedom. Hey, you all know how much I love uh, my MyPillow because it's terrific. It changed the way I sleep. I had a real bunch of terrible pillows. I really couldn't stand them. So when Mike came out with the mattress topper, we couldn't wait to try it. You know what? I don't know what I love more, the pillow or the mattress topper. It's super comfortable. Makes your good mattress even better. It's really that good, their mattress topper. Now you can get a My Pillow mattress topper of your very own and start getting some of the best sleep of your life. It has its exclusive three-layer design. It includes this. They're pillow foam for support on top, which I think is pretty nice. Give you a little support right there. Transitional foam to help relieve pressure points so you don't get that nagging hip thing if you sleep on your side. And ultra soft patented temperature regulating cover too so you don't get too hot. Comes with a 10 year warranty and a cover. covers washable and dryable. It's made in the USA. It's backed with my 60 day money back guarantee. You can get the total body support you need and the better sleep you want. How do you get it? Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square. That's MyPillow.com Click on the Radio Listener Square or call 800-951-7163. Right now, my listeners can save 30% when you use promo code Dan. When you do, Mike will give you two standard MyPillows absolutely free. Use promo code Dan by clicking on that Radio Listener Square. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Dan, MyPillow.com, promo code Dan, or call 800-951-7163. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. So again, the irony of Cubans demanding an end to totalitarianism, why liberals demand more of it here. And by the way, where are Bernie and AOC on this? These two frauds supposedly into tolerance and the little guy. We're in it for the working man. You're not in it for the little man. You're toy the working man. You're totally full of crap. You're full of it. Just admit you're full of it. You're epic frauds. Remember Bernie? He was all against the millionaires and billionaires until he became a millionaire himself. Now he's just, just the billionaires. Forget the billionaires because I am. Remember this fake phony fraud? Remember the bartender too? The bartender, she's all in it for the little guy too. Big socialist, drives a nice Tesla, has a really expensive apartment. I don't fault them that. I don't fault them that. And it was an article I read this week by I didn't even give the author credit because it was a liberal dunce. But the liberal dunce, like, that's not hypocritical. You know, they're arguing AOC for a tax system that would hurt them because they'd have to pay more money. That's not what they're arguing for. That's not. They're arguing for a system of socialism that takes from others according to their abilities and gives to others according to their needs. AOC should be giving away her stuff because she has no ability to others who need it. That's her principles. Is that nothing to do with taxes? Taxes are a surrogate argument for socialism. They just avoid them anyway. Ask John Kerry and Al Sharpton. That's not what they're arguing for. They're arguing for socialism, the redistribution of common goods. Bernie he doesn't own common goods. He owns private homes, expensive cars. So does AOC. They're full of crap. That's Why have they been completely quiet about the liberty eruption that happened in Cuba? How do you know it's a liberty eruption? Because they're literally screaming libertad, liberty in Spanish. I haven't seen a better piece all week about this. It's only Tuesday, but it's a good one. Scott McKay and the American Spectator. He mentions my name in it, which I appreciate, but I, that's really not the reason I'm putting it in there. It's a very good piece. A very good piece. He mentions what we discussed on yesterday's show, and I really hope you go back and listen to it. Um, It was an important show where I mentioned that government's job is only to ensure freedoms. Government doesn't grant you freedom. God does. You have God-given big R rights. You were born with those rights. The government doesn't give you anything. And government is just us. It's a collective agreement through founding documents and law amongst all of us that we are going to enshrine in writing a series of things us, the government, when given power in the government, can't do to other people, so we preserve rights. Those rights aren't given to you by government. AOC and Bernie don't understand that. They think your rights are granted to you somehow by government bureaucrats who don't know jack squat about you or your life. But this is a good piece, talking about these total frauds on the left and how last week really wasn't too good for them the piece is called "A Hard Week for the Hard Left" as Cuba erupts. They've gotten awfully quiet, those hard leftists, haven't they? By Scott McKay. Again, it's worth your time. Remember all that BS we heard from all these Cuba acolytes, acolytes who, uh, you know, love to give back rubs to the Castro regime. Bernie and others. Oh, their hospitals are so wonderful. Really, people are dying and starving in Cuba. They haven't had a new car there since the 1950s. Oh, it's the embargo! It's the embargo. You know what's funny? Venezuela doesn't have an embargo, and uh, Marxism managed to destroy that place in just a few years. Embargo or not, you think it's the embargo? That's what did it. You may want to look at confounding variables in the scientific method. Try it sometime; it always works. The Cuban hospitals are wonderful. Really? That's interesting. Uh, We haven't heard much about how great the Cuban hospitals are. People are dying in mass from COVID down in Cuba. But here, from the spectator piece, it mentions this. He says, you know, no wonder the cat got Bernie in AOC's tongues. It doesn't look good. Talking about the bad week for the left. And since they've regaled us with laughable BS for years about how Cuba's medical system, which doesn't even have clean needles or bandages, by the way, much less hospital beds or MRI machines, is better than ours. And how Cuba's more equitable than America. Something that was insulting to the intelligence of all, considering that Fidel Castro died a richer man than Mitt Romney. So did Hugo Chavez, their other idolized Caudillo, by the way. Their silence is golden. Don't hear much about those vaunted Cuban hospitals anymore, do you? As COVID ravages that country, and listen, before leftists who want to again, uh, Sean Penn, I'm assuming, and others want to extol the virtues of how wonderful capital, uh, excuse me, Cuba is, and how terrible capitalism is. Before you do that, and tell us it's uh, well, listen, the hospital system in Cuba would be better. It's just the American embargo. Um, I just like you to know, food and medicine aren't included in the embargo. So you can shut your mouth. Take your mouth and shut it, because you're an idiot who doesn't know anything. And idiots are best staying quiet other than advertising to the world how dumb they are. If the embargo. Really, Venezuela was an embargo, and Venezuela turned to Marxism and destroyed its entire economy in under five years. Kind of strange, right, how those variables always seem correlated. Marxism, poverty. Marxism, poverty. Marxism, poverty. More Marxism, more poverty. More poverty, more Marxism. More Marxism, more poverty. Really weird how you kind of miss that correlation every time. That also is a fascinating point at the end, though, that Castro died a wealthier man than Mitt Romney. But they love Castro, and they hate Mitt Romney. That's probably something that's a little bit mutual. I don't like Mitt Romney either. But, um, yeah, that's a nice nugget there. Sure, Sean Penn will be raging against the ghost of Fidel Castro. Of course not. (sighs) But it's time to start posting our Ws a little bit. The left has had a bad week. And as I said to you last week, I don't want to be the macabre guy all the time. Everything's bad. The sky's falling. Listen, a lot of stuff is going on right now that's really, really bad. I even have a thing going on in my neighborhood I'm going to be talking about because it relates to a larger issue. But I do want to take some optimistic tone. When I say posting W's, it's an internet thing for like posting wins, advertising our wins. We've had some big wins. The last few weeks have not been good for the Democrats. Even the biggest naysayers in the world, you know, the Debbie Downers, no matter what happens, everything's over, the world's ending, forget it tomorrow. Even the biggest Debbie Downer and Danny Downer have to acknowledge the last few weeks have not been good for leftists. Here, from this same piece in Spectator, it'll be up in my show notes, bongino.com slash newsletters, how you access the notes slash newsletter, same thing. First, Democrat legislators in Texas had to flee the state. No masks, by the way, on the plane, which I thought they were all about masks. After seeing crushing defeats in a special session that would block virtually everything in their cultural agenda. Nice. They had to flee the state, these losers. Remember how Texas was turning blue? Eh, not really. More from the piece. President Biden's crime plan? Nope, not well received at all. Flush that baby down the toilet? Yep. Consumer prices keep rising, which we were told was not really a thing, despite it being a thing and Biden lying to us. Then there's the collapse of the Tucker Carlson as Alex Jones narrative when it became indisputable that Carlson was telling the truth about the NSA spying on him. More bad news for the left. The burgeoning political catastrophe that's Hunter Biden's art career while the laptop continues trickling out nuggets of joy. And lastly... Even the Lego set of terror narrative couldn't withstand the pressure of the last few days. Did you hear that story? The January 6th, the insurrection. The insurrection. Turns out, like, we know it was a planned insurrection because we found a dude with a fully constructed Lego kit. That's not a joke. Listen to me. That is not a joke. That re- Joe, I'm not kidding. That really happened. The AUSA, the Assistant United States Attorney, the prosecutor, of what he's January 6th, guys? this was a planned insurrection. There was a Lego kit of the Capitol. I had a Lego kit when I was younger. I think I had the Millennium Falcon. Does that mean I was taking the Death Star out? I don't think so. I just, I don't even think I put the darn thing together. I once built a castle with Legos with my kid. Does it mean I'm storming Ohika Castle up in New York? Second largest private residence in the United States. How do I know that? Because I got married there. It's a cool place. Are we storming that tomorrow? Apparently, the government thinks having a Lego kit is definitely (laughs) evidence. Not only that, a really bad week for the Democrats. The panic is now breaking out. It is. Again, there's no reason to like pop the corks. Hey, fight's over. We won. I'm going to show you some information later about an email I got from a woman about masks that shows you, no, this fight isn't even close to over. It's just begun. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that your activism and what you've been doing against CRT, against fraudulent elections, that it's not paying off. We are starting to post some Ws. I got to take a quick break for a sponsor, but on the other side is I'm going to show you two cuts from a video. Hat-tip Newsbusters. It's a great video. About the media totally, completely now melting down, losing all their druthers over CRT because they know we're winning and we expose them for what they are. Coming up in a second, got two cuts from it. It's very good, including a cut of teachers. I thought they said they weren't teaching CRT in schools. Newsbusters put together a cut of teachers claiming they're teaching CRT in schools. It's just terrific. Hey, things are getting crazier out there. It's time to come to terms with the inevitable. Are you prepared to survive if you can't get food at the grocery store? It's a serious question. You ensure everything in your life that matters. Ensure your food supply. You should have at least a month of food for everyone in your household. If you don't have it, I urge you today to get your emergency food together and get an emergency food plan. Work with the best company I've ever found on this, My Patriot Supply. They're the number one leader in the nation in emergency food and the most affordable. Their prices are the lowest on a cost per calorie basis. It's a company you can trust. I do, I've had them, they've been with me forever. Their food stays fresh for up to 25 years. Comes in a wide variety of delicious meals. They give you over 2,000 calories a day. Right now, save 25% off their four-week emergency food kit. It's a bare minimum you should have on hand for each member of your family. Grab yours now while you can still save 25%. 25%. Go to preparewithdan.com. You'll find this special offer on a four-week emergency food kit. That's preparewithdan.com. Don't wait. Do it today. Prepare with Dan. Dot com. Thanks, my Patriot Supply. Preparewithdan.com. Check it out. All right, without further ado, here is the, again, Posting W segment. Some wins for us. The media melting down. They've now resorted just to, I mean, I don't even want to say lying. They're well, well, they were lying about CRT the whole time, what it was, what it is, where it is, uh, where it isn't. But now they're just in complete meltdown mode. They don't know what to do. And, and, folks, one quick point on this. I've studied the left for a long time. I think one of the value added components of this program I bring is having run for office, having worked in a White House with the most liberal president in modern American history before Biden, uh, Barack Obama. You see things from a different perspective. And I'm telling you for a fact, when you see panic like this, and I don't mean panic like they're running around with their hair on fire. I mean panic in that they can't seem to get their message straight. That is usually the telltale sign that we're winning and that infighting is broken out. Usually they speak with, like, like the Borg. They speak with like a collective mind. They're told through their donors what to say. The problem now is they're losing so badly on CRT. One donor's saying this, one donor's saying that, one donor's saying, double down, defend CRT, critical race theory. The other donor's saying, let's pretend critical race theory doesn't exist. The teachers' unions are telling them, defend critical race theory. We're going to donate money towards it. The other teachers' union reps saying, pretend we don't teach it. When you see disjointed, you know, uh, uh, you, Chaos. I mean, message incoherence like this. It means we're winning here. This is cut one. Here's the media again, totally melting down. Check this out.
1: The media really wish that the whole debate over critical race theory would just go away. State after state, Fox News and Republicans conservatives have whipped up a moral panic about so-called critical race theory. This is just the latest outrage
0: device over at Fox, is it not? In a bad faith effort by Republicans to make critical race theory a wedge issue. By the way, critical race theory is enormously useful. It's a graduate level construct. It's not taught in K through 12. And again, it is not being taught in grade schools. No one is teaching critical race theory K through 12. Just
1: to be clear, can you just repeat it? It is a law school tech. What is critical race theory?
0: What is critical race theory? I suspect it's not as major an issue as we've made it out to be in the media. Sorry, I was checking that. Thank you, by the way. Just came through. Great, 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 great ratings for uh, the Fox show. week. literally just came through. Thank you very much. I really, I so appreciate your support. It really means the world to me. Thank you so much. Great. Great numbers. I mean, just came through right now. Just got a text from the great producer, Sabrina. We have so many producers. Joe is the kingpin, though. Joe's the original. But there's been a series of other great producers, too, including producer Sabrina just sent me them. Thank you very, um, very much. But did you see it there? Did you see how the message is totally incoherent? Guys, ladies, I'm not here to waste your time or spin your wheels, you know, jerk you around. When you run for office, you see it. You see it because it comes through on attacks on you. And just to give you an example, when I was running for Congress in one election, nobody paid any attention to me until the end. The second one, the race I almost won. Until the end, when they realized it was going to get really close, the, the, it was like crazy talk. Like, Dan Bongino's a Martian. No, he's not. He's from Jupiter. Oh, we heard he's from another galaxy. We heard he's from the Alien Predator movie. I mean, I'm being a little dramatic, but the attacks that came in were so incoherent, ridiculous. It was evidence that they were really concerned and they were just kind of throwing crap against the wall to see what would stick. That's what's happening now. We're teaching critical race here. No, we're not. It's an academic course. No, it's a legal course. It's a graduate course. It's a kid's course. It's an adult course. It's about racism. It's not about racism. It's about systemic racism. This is because you're winning. Listen to me. Take a little bit of a bow and then get right back to work. You are winning. You're showing up at your school boards. You're emailing legislators. You're winning. This is why there's such a mess. Here's part two. And by the way, go to Newsbuster's social media. You can see the whole video. It's a little long to play. It's two minutes and... 39 seconds show give us two of the best cuts here. But here's cut two. Here are, you, Remember, they just told you we're not teaching it in schools. You just heard that. And then they said, no, we are teaching it in graduate schools. And then they told you, yeah, we are. We're going to, Randy Weingart said, we're going to defend critical race theory. And now the teachers are saying, no, we're not teaching it. But here's a compilation of teachers on their own videos, putting it out on social media, how they are teaching critical race theory. I thought they weren't teaching it. Check this out.
1: What even is critical race theory? Nobody knows. It's too high level. What is anything? Seriously, it's like they're scared to admit it even exists. And did I hear Chris Hayes say so-called critical race theory? Chris, the right didn't come up with that name. The academics you're defending did. You see what they're doing here, right? They're basically defining critical race theory as this extremely niche, high-level academic theory so that they can claim that kids aren't learning it in school. But they can define it however they want. But to the average person, critical race theory is a catch-all term for all the familiar 1619 project type ideas. White privilege, institutional and structural racism, the idea that America is inherently racist, you get the idea. Are kids being taught that in school? Absolutely, unequivocally, yes. Joy Reid may not think so, but the teachers sure do. Racism is systematic. So it's impossible to be systematically racist to white people in an American society.
0: Teaching that systemic racism exists isn't in itself
1: a racist practice. That is the first step toward healing, which this country desperately needs. I am part of the equity and racial justice team at my school
0: district and have been mentoring students of color who have been leading these
1: changes in our district. They have implemented new curriculum that is unwhitewashed. These children's quote unquote history books are so problematic. When kids learn about the American Revolution, we learn about one black man on the front of the book and everybody else in here is white. Even though I'm a kindergarten teacher, I am very active in education reform. In honor of the anniversary of George Floyd's death, let's have a hot take on education. Let's talk about how schools marginalize African-American students. There is going to be a right side of history and a wrong side of history. When you stay out of it, you're on the wrong side.
0: These guys don't even tell me. These guys, like, I have this white line under my right eye. And they're like, during the break, they're like, hey, you have this white line underneath your eye oh, 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 over there. I'm like, were you guys going to tell me? You should have seen me during the commercial break. Not the commercial break. Ri- I'm <laughs> like, "This, what the heck is it? It turns out, just so you know, in case you've been watching the show, now you're going to have to go watch on Rumble. Not a trick. I brought, Hey, watch on Rumble. Look at this. No. I have to put on before the show because it's hotter than Hades in this place. I have to put on this mattifier. I must have just put it on and like clumped it up because I'm I don't listen, we don't have an expensive fancy makeup artist. I'm the guy. And I had to put that on. They didn't even tell me. The whole show. There's this big line under my right eye. Holy I didn't Moses. notice it, dude. You guys you better get on it. the ball. Yeah. You didn't notice didn't. they noticed it. <laughs> uh-uh. Under uh-uh. the I'm gonna have to go watch this show uh-huh. myself today. But what You're Motley but how bad it, was man. it? <laughs> he says it wasn't that bad, but I think he's no. just covering up. Because him and Justin, <laughs> but Joe, they, I mean, I got two of them. We got intern Justin and producer G. None of them can figure out. I got this big clump of like mattifier on my face because I am. There is no worse makeup artist in human history than me. I'm I'm not wearing that crap anymore. Do we really care? Seriously, I have a question for the audience. Can you email us all today? Do you really care if like everybody's shiny on the show? It's fake, cause it does. It gets hot in here. We get these lights. Do you care? If you don't care, I'd rather not. This is like crap. I mean, hey, the video. You gotta put that stuff. Up. I don't really care. Who cares? Do you care? If you say no, I'm not putting it on anymore. I like it. It's all it. Up I, to like you. It. I like it. I like the makeup on you. I do. I mean, it's toward the all trade. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know, I do. it does get a little distracting. You look like you're being interviewed by the cops when you're all greasy and sweaty. All the time. Yeah. That's the only reason I put it on. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Joe's been in this business a while. All right. Sorry, I'm all tangled up here. You got me all distracted with this thing under my eye. All right, we got to move on because we got serious stuff to get to. Hey, listen, this is a very serious topic. Uh, it flows from that CRT thing where you can see the teachers are—they don't know what their message is. Are you teaching it or not? If you're not teaching it, why are you going on your social media accounts and posting videos talking about teaching CRT? I—I I, I don't get it. I mean, it's—it's—is it's, that not a common sense question? We're not teaching it, but you're bragging about teaching it. There is a brewing war going on right now. I'm going to call it the zip code war for the segment, of, uh, for the purposes of this segment. It's very important you know about it. And the zip code war is this. It's a racist war against Asian Americans. It's happening right now. And make no mistake, it's racist against Asians and, and Jewish American citizens as well. I'm going to prove it to you right now because the left is desperate to discriminate. As Ibram Kendi, who is a... Uh, Critical race theory scholar, and believe me, I'm using that word loosely, said. He said, racial discrimination is not inherently racist. It isn't? Uh, Really? He said, the only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. Folks, those are Ibram Kendi's words. He is a prominent critical race theorist, despite his protestations otherwise. He has already acknowledged publicly that he has been influenced heavily by critical race theory. The guy's not that bright. He couldn't even define racism. I don't need to play that video again. You remember that. But there is a prominent critical race theory telling you that they will discriminate now and in the future. I, I, I mean, I really, I genuinely thought we had come to an American consensus on the fact that discrimination was bad. I guess not. Liberals are all about discrimination. And, and they're proving it right now. Read this article I saw on the Wall Street Journal this morning. It's really terrible. The article's good. It's about a terrible thing. A PTA purge of Asians. America's top public high school shows us what discrimination looks like today. It's by William McGurn. So it turns out, Joe, those troublesome Asians, they're at it again. Those troublesome Asians. And you know, those Jewish people aren't far behind. Them. You got it. Ibram Kendi said you got to discriminate against them. Those Asians really. But what are the Asians up to now? Those troublesome Asians. Well, um, they're doing this really awful thing like succeeding in school and getting into schools and doing really well. Oh, my God. How do we stop that? Those troublesome Asians. How do we keep them out of school? Hard work. Can't have them working hard and getting into schools. Can't have that stuff. You know, it makes them white adjacent according to the critical race. They're like de facto white. Yeah, but they're not white. Doesn't matter. They act white. What does act white mean? They study? Yeah, yeah. That's like whiteness or whatever. So it turns out in this, uh, oh, yeah, dude is right. That's the problem. Dude, dude. Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology, it's a really great school, ranked number one, all public high schools nationwide. There are too many Asians in that school and racist liberals. They are hardcore bigots. There's nothing they hate more than successful Asians. You doubt me? Well, in December, the county school board changed its admission policy into Thomas Jefferson School, replacing a rigorous race-blind entrance exam With a holistic, a subjective formula, that includes grades but also puts caps on the number of students each middle school could send to Thomas Jefferson. A de facto limit on middle schools with high numbers of Asian American students. The zip code rule. Can't send a bunch of kids from that zip code into the school. It's too many Asians. The desired result has been achieved. The percentage of Asian-Americans admitted to TJ dropped to 54% this year from 73% last year. Whites, blacks, and Latinos all saw their numbers go up. I thought we were supposed to have less whites, too. I thought the white adjacent, I'm getting confused. No doubt, folks, this is only the beginning. The zip code wars are starting. Here's how this is going to work. Because Asian-American students, there is a culture of hard work you can't say that that sounds racist too these people are insane they're insane because they succeed and do quite well and get into schools on a race blind entrance exam they don't like that so liberals who are racist bigots they are the they are not soft bigots they are hard bigots are sick of the they hate asians they can't stand they they just can so what do they do They're going to make these new zip code rules now that, yeah, we can't take that many students from this high school or this zip code um, because there's too many Asians. It's not just the Asians they don't like. They don't like the Jews either. They really don't like the Jews. That's coming up later. And this other piece about California. But showing you how racist these people are, here's an article in my newsletter you must read today. Washington Examiner, Nicholas Rowan. A federal judge in Massachusetts withdraws his opinion after anti-white texts emerge in Boston Public Schools' case. <laughs> and you tell me these people aren't racist bigots? So the case was a simple one. It was about school districts and moving kids around and stuff like that. The judge said, listen, I've been misled. This opinion can't stand, noting he's never once retracted an opinion in his 35 years on the bench. Well, what happened? Well, these two school board members they were trying to pretend they weren't making decisions based on race. And they left these texts out that just recently surfaced. They're very telling. The two school board members are Alexandra Olivier Davila and former member Lorna Rivera. They addressed their hatred of West Roxbury, a mostly white neighborhood in Boston, by saying, quote, these are their texts. I hate WR, West Roxbury. Olivier Davila texted to Rivera. And Rivera replied, I'm sick of Westy whites. Olivia DeVayla then followed up, me too. I really feel like saying that. Tell me again how these people aren't bigots. Tell me one more time how these people aren't racist or bigots. I hate Westy whites. Replace whites with anything else other than Asians, because they do hate Asians too. But blacks or Hispanics, put that in. How does that sound? Oh, it doesn't sound good. Sounds kind of racisty to me, right? They don't like the Jews either, though. That's another one. Here's another article. California's Ethnic Studies Gold Rush. This article in the Journal is about how there's big money in race hustling and CRT. Billions of dollars are flowing of your tax dollars. Your tax dollars into California via the Joe Biden stimulus plan are flowing into the California school district to hire a bunch of people who really don't like Jews. Oh, yeah, that's right. Some of the places your money is going. They had an ethnic studies curriculum they're going to promote with your tax dollars. And it sparked a public outcry. Why? Because it contains significant anti-Semitic sentiment, such as a poem insinuating that the Jews control the media. (laughs) These people are insane. These people are crazy. These people are crazy. You are dealing with crazy people. Hardcore bigot racists. The left. Hardcore. Hardcore. Not soft, hardcore racists. History is going to look down. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the bigots of the prior century who enslaved blacks and celebrated Jim Crow, at the time, I promise you, thought they were good people. Oh, look, so, these are subhuman people. History, thank God, looks back on them as a moral stain they were now. Thank the Lord. I'm not using his name in vain. What horrible people allowed that to happen watched it i promise you history is going to look back the same way on these people now talking about how much they hate whites hate asians hate the jews i promise you they will i promise you you will be a stain on history your grandkids will be embarrassed to say they knew you i am not kidding you may celebrate now because you're in your liberal bubble will you think you're on the right moral arc of history you are going to become a historical stain, and your kids will wipe your memory clean when they find out who you really were. Westy whites, anti-Semitic poems, discriminating against our Asian brothers and sisters. You disgust me. Your filth. Your filth. The worst among us. A stain on this country. To your families, to your neighbors, to everyone. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I want to talk about a local issue, and I want to get to this uh, McSwain letter before we go because it's important. Uh, Our last sponsor is our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. They were one of my original sponsors. Folks, I asked Miles, he owns Brickhouse Nutrition, to put this product together about, I don't know, four years ago, five years ago. The problem was I liked those fruit and nutrition supplements, but I was taking, you know, the pills. I like fruit and vegetables and pills and whatever, and they're just not very good. A lot of them are extract. The stuff is crap. Who knows how they produce it? So I said to Miles, can you make a really high-quality fruit and vegetable supplement? I mean, I said, how hard is this? Take a bunch of high-quality fresh fruits and vegetables, grind them up, put some berries, put some green tea, some turmeric, make it pre- and probiotic, and that's exactly what he did. That's how we have field of greens right here. It's an actual jar. Very proud of this. I feel like I kind of helped him invent that a little bit. It's that good. It's packed with anti- antioxidants. can support heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Plus, it's pre- and probiotic. It's great for everyone in the family. Paula takes this twice a day. Sometimes she mixes it with a little bit of their uh, Brickhouse Collagen. It makes a really great nutritional drink. But it doesn't only rely on one vegetable. Look at the back. Look how many veggies are in there and fruits. 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables. Just mix it in a glass of water, green tea, tomato juice, protein shakes, whatever you want. Like I said, Paula, throws some collagen in there. It tastes delicious. How do you get Field of Greens? You should get it today. We all know fruits and vegetables are the key to good health. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com Dan and get 15% off your first order with the promo code Dan at checkout. Give it a try. Your body will thank you. BrickHouseNutrition.com Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com Dan. Use promo code Dan today. Pick up Field of Greens today. <laughs> I'm still laughing about the eye modifier. Reminds me when I got that black eye in the jujitsu <laughs> class and I woke up. I So I get this black eye in the jujitsu class, but it didn't puff up right away. So I go home and I go to sleep because I was tired. It was like a two, three hour class. And this kid, Lucas, who's really tough, had been the young kid, skinny kid who had been like, he's so fast, I couldn't get a hold. He need me in the face. So I go to sleep. Paula comes home on a Saturday. I guess it's like five o'clock at night. i have been out for like an hour. I was so tired. And I get up and I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, what, what, what the hell's wrong with your face? I'm like. What's wrong? I run out of bed. Like, did my face burn off? Did someone, like, pour gasoline? I'm like, what happened? And I look, and my eye had puffed out to here in a whole week on Fox. I had this nasty black eye. You remember that? (laughs) I had to put, like, makeup all over my face. They were like, damn, we can see the makeup. Just leave the black eye. The makeup looks even worse. So, listen, (laughs) just quick. I I live in a town in Florida, and I moved down here to get away from this. So last night, uh, we get away from liberal nonsense. So last night I'm sitting around, I get an email from the new mayor and it's like, Hey, yeah, you know, we're going to raise your taxes. And uh, like, it was no big deal. Like it was nothing like, yeah, just pick your rate and see whatever's going to look at this pick that looks as what's going to happen at this rate. And I'm like, you're going to do what you think I move. Let me just get this straight. You think I moved to Florida to pay higher taxes? Like that, that's your sales pitch. Come to Florida, pay higher taxes. So the town I live in, which they're going to vote on this soon, the town commission, I'm going to be naming their individual names if they do vote. Um, And I'll I'll be giving out their email, They're public figures. We can all, oh, this is just for Sewell's public. No, 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 that's okay. Um, That's all right. They're public figures. Um, They could take, if not, don't run for public office. You can go become a private executive somewhere, work for yourself. But I'll be giving out their emails and contact information. And uh, you can let them know how you feel about taxes because uh, I'm out. I was going to, we're going to move, we were going to move anyway, to be fair, but we were going to stay within the neighborhood I live in now. Uh, But now we're not, because the fact that they're even thinking about this says that uh, the place I thought I lived in, I don't live in. And, uh, you know, I know you think, yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, It's just one person leaving. That's what they said in New York before 10 years of U-Hauls evacuated the city and everybody came to Florida. So you do that here. Um, I'll make sure everybody knows about it, because that's what I do. Because, you know, I have a voice too. That's the funny part about this thing. You know, that's the whole thing about a democracy. You know, people get to speak out and stuff like that. So I know you don't think that applies to you, but you go ahead. You raise the taxes here and uh, you're going to lose me and everyone else as I tell everyone not to come here. So your choice, your choice. See, that's the thing about money. It's mobile. You know, I spend a lot of money in this neighborhood. I'm very good to people around here. And uh, that's not a self-praise thing. It's a fact because I like my neighbors and I like my friends. Are you going to ruin the place? Are we committed? Oh, yeah, we're going to raise your taxes because we can. Yeah, I can, too. There's a lot of things I could do, too. We'll see how that works out for you. That's why I put this Fox Business article up, too, because I don't know if you notice this, but the United States, Janet Yellen, um, she's, uh, of course, from the Biden administration, is trying to cajole a bunch of European governments to impose a global tax. Why? Because they hate what's going to happen with Sewell's point now that I'm leaving here and will not be living on this island anymore. um, Now that they're even thinking about this, I was going to buy another house here because I have to move because I need a bigger studio for the Fox show and everything. Uh, We're not doing that anymore. We will be evacuating this place as soon as possible, taking all our money with us, too. Um, But that's why they want a global tax, because they don't want you to be able to flee from one country to the next to seek out crazy things like economic freedom. You know, I know you think it's a small thing, too. But listen, I'm not going to sit here and lecture you all about local activism when local issues affect me and not be an activist myself. There are a lot of people on this island I live at are good people. They came here to get away from all this nonsense. Not to be subjected to, you know, a couple of dunces on a commission who are like, hey, we're going to raise your taxes because we feel like it. We know better. You don't know squat. You don't know jack squat about the first damn thing about taxes or economics. You don't know anything embarrassing I heard one of them doesn't even live on the island which is hilarious enough about me but again local activism matters if you want to send me some of your local stories by the way we'll consider putting them on the show too it's how you change things you have a voice too all right this is an important story I told you I was going to follow up on the 2020 shenanigans which sadly continue folks they're in a panic about Pennsylvania who's they the Biden administration, the Pennsylvania Democrats are really, I'm not kidding, they're in a panic. And what did I tell you before about the CRT media messaging? When you see this kind of incoherent shotgun messaging where everybody's losing their marbles and is in a total panic about what to say, when to say it, and how to say it, you know the Democrats are losing because they're getting input from a bunch of chattering class uh, of folks out there who can't seem to agree on how to fight back. They know 2020 in Pennsylvania, the election. They know it's shady. They know it. So they want an audit in Pennsylvania. It's being led by this uh, Senator Doug Mastriano, who says he has the votes by, he's a state senator, has the votes for the audit. But this is nuts. A former AUSA, Assistant United States Attorney, government lawyers, they work for the Department of Justice, obviously. Former Assistant United States States Attorney wrote a letter to Trump that just became public. His name is McSwain. Did you see this? There's a part at the end which is stunning. He worked for Bill Barr, this guy, in Pennsylvania, this guy, McSwain. Let me read to you one portion of it, which is really a shocker. He says, quote, on election day and after a letter to Trump, excuse me, I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. On election day and afterwards, our office received various allegations of voter fraud and election irregularities. He goes on to say, as part of my responsibilities as a U.S. attorney, I want to be transparent with the public and, of course, investigate fully any allegations. Okay. Starts out pretty good. He says, however, Attorney General Bill Barr instructed me not to make any public statements or put out any press releases regarding possible election irregularities. I was also given a directive to pass along serious allegations to the state attorney general for investigation. The same state attorney general who had already declared you could not win. Again, he's addressing the you as President Trump. What the hell is that? Again, the leftists want us to pretend the whole 2020 shenanigans thing didn't happen. I told you we will operate on this show because I don't speak with forked tongue and I encourage you to do the same. We will operate on parallel tracks. We can't possibly clean up what happened in 2020 by electing more Democrats in 2022, but we can't possibly elect more Republicans in 2022 without figuring out what happened in 2020. Both of those things are true. If Pennsylvania's election process is the mess we think it is, we stand very little chance of taking the state back. We have to clean this up now. That letter is devastating. That was a United States attorney. That's not some tomato can guy. That's not some ham and egg or fighter. That was a United States attorney putting down in writing to President Trump that he was told not to do any press releases and to refer all allegations to the state attorney general, who was a biased lunatic. Sounds like a real conspiracy to me. Not a conspiracy theory like the left says. All right, I had a few more stories. I'm going to have to get to them tomorrow, including another story about this this obsession with putting face diapers on your kids. It's really to the point of just psychosis now. One quick programming note. I have Drago Dezarian. He was on my Unfiltered show this week on Fox. I know you all loved him. I read your feedback. It was incredible. Thank you. I have him on my radio show today at the top of the one o'clock hour, the second hour of the show for those who listen on delay. So I really appreciate you checking them out. Real American Hero, Navy SEAL, came here from Communist Poland. Tremendous story, don't miss it. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.